what's up, Press Play listeners? This is Corey, and uh, we're going to be having a really great episode coming for you now. It's a news kind of episode, news and deals. Of course, we'll be walking through the deals for the month and what's going on right now before we're going to jump right into details about what's going on with the Game Voice Actors Union. What? That's a thing. What? Yeah, Ubisoft pulling the old bait and switch. And, of course, we are going to be dishing about the Battlefront beta because, of course, we are. And that's all before we even get into the rundown. So stick around. It's time for another episode of Press Play to Save. Chris's phone like it. I'm flipping my bick to the music. Flipping your what? My bick. You flip a bick. Flip your bicks. Flip your bick. It's a lighter. Yeah. Howie. Yeah. Or a pen. You could flip your pen. I don't have that much battery. But then you could lose the you could lose the cap and then you're Do you know what turning on the flashlight on a four does to your battery? (laughs) I lost ten percent. You know, it's funny. I almost lost your phone in the folds of my hand. Because it is so small, isn't that weird? It is small. It is. After having now what I've had a I've had a six for a week and a half. But you had a five. I did have a five, slightly which was, larger, which was slightly larger than a four, but still pretty small compared yeah. to the six. And when I just now I picked up your phone, it was like I thought it was like one of those little candy things that looks like an iPhone, but is actually just filled with chiclets that you buy children. It is candy. You have a toy phone, is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's well, amazing. Yeah, I picked functions. up. Yeah, it was like a week or two after I had my my six. Yeah, and it was like this just is weird and way too small. Right. Yeah. Hey. 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 Shut up. <laughs> Chris No, get a new phone Yours is too small What are you, poor? <laughs> I am I am poor You don't even have a family draining the life and monetary finances from you yet. No, but I have a house that, yeah. That'll do it House is a pretty big sink Yeah yeah. There is several sinks in Sev- there Holy cow, how do you get by? I don't know, man You just leave them running all the time? Well, at least three. Oh my gosh You're gonna get home and your cat's gonna be swimming a good way to save yeah. money is to not let your sinks run all the time. That's true. Well, then you have enough money free. for a new phone. Yeah. Yep. Friend huh. of the show, Brandon, Water. can tell you all about having money for a new Water phone. Water is free. Huh? That's right. Water's free. Water Welcome is, to America. Water's free. Uh, by the way, your water's probably going to be shut off when you get home yeah. <laughs> because you haven't been paying your bill because oh, water is not free. That's what all that mail was. Yeah. I thought it was fan mail. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it gets mixed in when the, when the postman... Or post lady drops off the giant you know, double I bags. I don't know if we have a postman or a post lady. Oh, yeah? I've never actually seen him or her. We have a postman uh, here <laughs> oh, at my house. Congratulations. At my, old, at my old house, we had a post lady. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who was better? Um, They're both exceptional. Wow. Like, you know, if wow. if, if you've got Very a package good. or something like that, or you were out working in the lawn when they wow. deliver the mail, right. they'll stop and bring your mail to you rather than leave it in your really? mailbox. Really? Huh. Yeah, which I always think is a nice touch. I don't think they have to do that. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if you really owned a home and you were out working on it, like a regular schmo. Do you actually have your own mailbox or do you have a cubby in a group of mailboxes? We have a group of actual mailboxes. Okay. Yeah. like That's a little different. Yeah. And the old the old place we had the lock boxes. That's what I got. Which uh, my understanding now is those get like demolished, like hit by a drunken, you know, a drunk driver or a teenager or both. Um, they don't replace those anymore. They put them up with just a row of regular mailboxes. It's like, ah, kiss your lot. Goodbye. Those things are expensive. 
What, the metal things are more expensive yeah. than the individual? Yeah. Well, because the individuals are mass produced, you know, just normal mailboxes, whereas the big metal boxes are just kind a of, hunk of metal. Hey, metal's pretty pricey these days, buddy. Pretty pricey. You need the metal. Cost money. Wow. So, yeah, then the, you end up getting those replaced by just a row of mailboxes. That's what we have. We have a row of mailboxes. Yeah. You still, it's still not in front of your house. You still have to walk over to the neighbor's I, house I know, to do but it. But, you know. Huh. Eh. It beats having to go unlock a box down at the old, uh, the old yeah. post office. But then office. anyone can just get in there, you know? That's true, but that's a federal offense, man. Yeah. Straight up federal offense. You know, you, you can do hard time in a, in a, in a pound-me-in-the-butt prison oh. you know, stealing people's mail. That's a, that's a fact. Welcome, ladies and germs, to Press Play to Save, episode number 108. That's Cien Ocho, and how version is Ocho Hundred or something, right? Ocho Zero Uno. Ocho Zero Uno. <laughs> and, and that's how he's Spanish. Very few countries. Very few. Left yeah. that there are speak. still some hidden in the shadows. That's true. That's true. What, mm. Why are they in the shadows? Like um, permanent cloud coverage? Well, no, they don't want like to be seen abominations by to, you know, how they humanity. speak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're Morlocks. They just hide yeah. underground. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. With me on my right is Mr. Uh, Christopher Daryl Stump. Darrell. Darrell. I'm sorry. I always get oh, that wrong. I know. You we, got the spelling right. We yeah. got to see Daryl last night. Oh, man. Walking Dead is back. I we have got not to see seen it two nights ago. No spoilers. Well, you, two nights last night. I, you watched it last night. Yeah. No spoilers. I have not seen yet. I will not um, spoil it, but. There are zombies. There are. Oh, Howie. Mm. Get leave. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. I uh anything lo- crazy happened? The whole thing is crazy. Oh yeah. Good. Like the whole and also guess what? After an hour and a half, it doesn't wrap up. You're waiting till next week because the whole big thing is too I big think, for an hour and a half. Yeah, I think it, wow. that I think this is gonna be a whole season. It is gonna be <laughs> the a whole season. season is gonna, gonna be this, this one event. Yeah. I'm gonna be mad if that's yeah, the case. I will too. I don't think that's gonna be the case, but <laughs> but uh it, yeah, very, very, very big episode. Wow. I, I would love to spoil the heck out of it for you, but I won't. No, thank you. Uh, so but uh just uh Rick dies. Yeah. Rick, Rick, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Rick Castle. Rick Castle. Rick, yeah. Trying. I last, tried. The last thing I remember is the uh, the black guy came back. <laughs> from Morgan? The, from like the first episode. Morgan. You want to know something funny? Yeah. When they parted ways with him and his boy and the other guy yeah. and Rick left, I said, I bet you they're going to run into each other later down the road. Mm-hmm. And the people I was watching the show with at the time said, no, because they have their own spinoff. It probably won't. They had like a web series. Oh yeah, okay. And lo and behold, season three. This is a he came back in season second three. time, the third time he's run. Wait, into he was him. back in season three. Yep, yep. I don't remember that. He had an episode called Clear, Clear. in season three. Yep. What what was his? What uh, basically, do? they went back to the sheriff station to get uh, armed for the prison. They just set they're up. Actually, the, they're trying to find an arm. Yeah, they, they were trying to. Try, they had oh. guns at the yeah. sheriff station. So they go back, and he's still there, and he's basically kind of kind of lost his mind, and oh. is like setting up traps, and just he, he thinks it's his I job to just continually kill all the walkers to clear all he, the he walkers. He was clear. Was he upstairs in that little fortress? Yes. Thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was he was in that one, and then yeah, at the beginning of last season, he started following, or the halfway through last season, doing a little bit better now, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, and he you don't around, really know. But. He has like a staff that he just like. Oh, oh yeah, he straight up like bow staff send man. I will say they explain that in the episode Good. how he picked up that skill, or at least they touch on it. Yeah, yeah. I know ninja. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, he's Secret Ninja the yeah. whole time. I, I am Secret Ninja. <laughs> yeah, I am. And when he talks, his mouth moves like it's speaking a different language. Oh. But it comes out English. He's like, oh, I am Secret Ninja. It doesn't really wow. work well on a podcast, I guess. No, not even. No, wow. not great. Welcome, ladies and germs, to your favorite gaming podcast, where eventually we will be talking about gaming news and deals. Am I right, boys? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Should we beat around the bush any longer, or should we jump right into the deals? The deals and deals! <laughs> I was reaching for your phone to flip my bick again. Oh, mm, no. No, no, you've hidden it from me with its poor little precocious battery. <laughs> so, hey, Chris, scarce. what's going on deals-wise, man? Well, uh, recap from two episodes ago yeah. when we were doing rumors because we did not know. Actually, the world didn't know. No, we actually covered it in the in the... As a rumor in the uh, the deals section of the news episode. Right. We were talking about what games were coming free for the PS Plus right. October month. And it was, I don't know, September 30th and a half. I mean, we were right on the, on the cusp uh, yeah. of October. And it was not yet solid. Nope. What a, lot was, of, a lot of speculation. What the PS Plus games were going to be. But now... Now, midway through October, we know what the October well, we PS think Plus we, know. we think we know. <laughs> we the, Our only evidence is screenshots. That's true. That's true. So, but, yeah, walk us through. On, on the PS Plus, I'm just going to run through these by game rather than by system. Right. So, Super Meat Boy, which we were right about mm-hmm. when we made up games last time. Made them, we didn't necessarily we make them up. We made them up. up. Okay, we made them up. Uh, that's going to be on PS4 and the Vita. Right. Also for the PS4 and the Vita is Broken Age. That's one I don't know if I don't remember if we uh, predicted that one or not. I'm going to say we did because no listener will say we didn't. That's right. So. I've played Super Meat Boy on two different platforms. I've not played Broken Age, so I'm looking forward to that one. I, I played a little Super Meat Boy too. Yeah. Um, Unmechanical Extended, mm-hmm. which is on PS4 and PS3. Accurate. Yes. Yep. Kind of defines my you know my thought process. Right. Unmechanical. Yes. Uh, also on the PS3 is Chariot, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we talked about that or not. No, I don't believe so. Uh, and then PS3, PS Vita, Kick Beat. I don't. Is that like Guitar Hero with your feet? Uh, yeah, we and I. Uh, I think you actually uh, are a foot, farmer. Foot and you, Hero. You, you're a beat farmer, and you go around kicking your crops. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it, it. You end up with really red shoes. That ties in perfectly with the next game for the PS3 oh, and boy. the Vita. Which is Kung Fu Rabbit. Kung Fu Rabbit. Also on this farm. I would like to point out, Vita, four games. PS3, four games. PS4, three. Yeah. Three games. This is, I think, the first yeah. time uh, huh. since we started covering the PS Plus games that P- that the PS4 has had fewer games than both of the other systems. Does this tell us that there aren't as many titles on the PS4? I don't know. I mean, Super Meat Boy, obviously, uh, Super Meat Boy is a little bit of a fan favorite, but... And that game's already been on everything and cheap. Well, yeah, it's been like beaten to the ground with sales. Yeah, I feel like the value proposition there is not great. Broken Age is a little better. Uh, not a better game necessarily. If you've never played Super Meat Boy, you might like the heck out of it. But um, but yeah, I feel like uh, this month maybe was just not quite as epic for the PS4 as previous months have been. But that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> not it's, really. It's one month, and there's still a couple of good games on there. Still so a lot not... more games than the Xbox had. Right. 
which right. is only two for each. Well, let's not stew on that one any longer. No. What's going on in the Humble Bundle? Well, we have a new bundle today, as Whoa. we always do. Hooray! Uh, we have the Humble Capcom Bundle. The Humble Capcom Bundle? Yes. Ooh. So on your uh, your most basic tier, we have Strider, Resident Evil, Revelations 2. We have Lost That's Planet one game. 3. Yes. Wow. Well, no, Strider is one game. Okay, I was Then the say. Resident Evil Revelations 2 is one game. Lost Planet 3... And then Bionic Commando Rearmed is all for your lowest tier $1 or more. And those are, yeah, all on Steam. Uh, and then you you pay your average, which is a higher than normal $7.74 oh. for Resident Evil Revelations. Yep. DMC, the Devil May Cry. And then Resident Evil 5, plus the more games coming soon. Yep. And then the highest, highest? Highest tier. $15. $15. Ultra Street Fighter 4 and Resident Evil 5 Untold Stories Bundle DLC. You know, you were pointing out you have to pay more than a buck on this, and now it says that. Yeah, I, for the life of me, I can't remember if it always posted that. You, I, you It used to say pay what you want. I want to say that there was no limit for the lowest level as long as you paid something. Whereas I know it said pay what you want, but I always thought you had to pay a minimum of a dollar anyway. I don't know. So maybe maybe the, the policy is the same, but they just changed the wording or whatever. Either way, maybe it's a buck. Yeah. I don't well, think I've even never, us us hardcore analysts, you know I've never paid less than a dollar for no, a bundle. Even when they were like the mid tier was like three dollars. I still three dollars. Three dollars. Three dollars. Oh boy. I, I've never paid less than a dollar for yeah. them. So I, I don't even know if that's accurate or not. But yeah. But either way, you know, even looking at the mid tier of seven seventy five and the top tier of fifteen, I've often butchered uh what I, I the, i've not felt the top tier is worth the price of admission you mean the 15 dollar tier well in past ones where it's been tw- it's been 15 10 20 I've, i'm often questioning the top tier these are all top tier games you think so yeah i mean obviously some of them are older and stuff like that but all of these are more or less triple a titles you know maybe maybe you could argue that a couple of them are double a but none of these is a small game. These are all substantial games. Yeah, that's um, fair. I don't know anything of, like, well, Resident Evil 5 DLC, whatever. At least they've got the DLC in the tier above where the, you know, the tier is that you actually get Resident Evil 5. Well, it's a bundle too. Right. It's a so I'm it's I'm sure it's a lot of DLC. Right. And uh I I you know Lost Planet 3, I wouldn't mind playing. I never played Lost Planet 3. Bionic Commando. I've never played any of those. I, I want Bionic Commando on my Xbox 360, and I never played it. I know of Devil May Cry, but I never played it. I, and that's the other one that I would definitely want to play is Devil May Cry. That's probably the only one that kind of interests me from this group, but that doesn't mean the other ones. But at 774, I, I feel like that's almost worth it by yeah. itself. So I say this is if you're a Throw Capcom it into the bundle. Fan, it's a solid. I'm really throw tempted. Throw it to, into the bundle. I'm really tempted to pick up this bundle and throw it into bundle roulette just so, to, to keep that hope that we put. I don't want to <laughs> be the only to... sucker who keeps paying like more than $2 for bundles to throw into that. I, I almost feel like there's an art to paying nothing to pad out the bundle roulette segment. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I I this one it's like you know these are still very cap. I mean these are Capcom games. They are very much like a lot of people would look and say all these games are fantastic. I am a person who goes some of these games will be enjoyable because these Capcom attempts to release uh, obviously very Japanese games. Yeah, you know, and so sometimes my sensibilities don't quite align with theirs. But I think that there's enough here 
to make it worth yeah, it. So. It's, a, it's a good bundle. Yeah, yeah. Anything else going on and uh, anywhere else? Um, I got nothing really going on in the bundle world. Uh, yeah. But I did want to point out something that I don't follow that much that I think I might. Steam does their daily deals. Yeah. And they do midweek madness. Which we used to probably follow a lot more, but that's just it's, not it's been se- that interesting. It seems lately. like there's a lot other bundles going on that midweek madness stuff wasn't really a big deal. Yeah. But I, I was scrolling through there and there was a lot, a lot of discounted games. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy new or anything, but uh, just scrolling through this week's midweek madness, it's uh, stealth is their theme. A lot of Splinter Cell games, a lot of Assassin's Creed, yep. almost every Far Cry up to the newest one, I think, is on there. Ghost Recon. Uh, Ghost Recon, Sniper Games, the Thief, old Thief is on games, there. The uh, Deus Ex games. Yeah. The Deus Ex. Deus Ex. The Deus Ex. Crisis. Splinter Cell. I didn't Crisis 2? I don't think of Crisis as still. I mean, even Far, Far Cry 4 is on there discounted. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's just a lot of games that you may or may not have picked up. Yep. But I feel like if someone was going through and saying, well, you know, they, they really wait for those big holiday holiday sales to get their Steam games. If you miss out on Assassin's Creed and you were looking for it, yeah. a lot of these games are under $5. Yeah. Brotherhood. How much is Brotherhood? That was right at the top. Four, five, $4.99 for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That's a great game. Well, I see $4.99 for Revelations. Yeah. Uh, Black Flag is only 10 bucks. Yeah, most of the stuff on this list is under five bucks. A couple of things, like you said, Black Flag, and there's a game on here I think called Clandestine that's actually twenty two fifty. It's only twenty five percent off. But most yeah. stuff on here is seventy five percent off at under five bucks. So and it's something to just you know watch for. I mean, maybe you don't like stealth games, but still a lot of shooters in here. Yeah. Um, and also they do this weekly. Yeah, maybe it's time that we start paying more attention to the midweek I, madness. I, I always thought the midweek madness was you know like three or four titles yeah but this is like it used 20 to be, but yeah no. and maybe it still will be regularly but the other thing is i don't recall seeing on midweek madness that often a 75 percent off a top tier game right you know 75 75 off maybe an indie that i've never heard of that's already been out for three years right in which case i'm like yeah i can probably find that yeah. if i really wanted to but but yeah those those are a couple of those are deals i look at and i'm like ooh, that's tempting to just get and tuck into the pile uh, right. for a rainy day. Yeah, yeah. So, um and that's that's about all I got. That's it for the deals. Then it's time to move on to the news. <laughs> Gentlemen, it has happened. We're here. The game voice actors have said we are ready for to be, we are ready to, to be stand heard. up and say no more. The voice actors it are ready to be heard. About time. Yeah, Wait. they have voted overwhelmingly, something like ninety-five percent or more. Wow. Uh, to give the union the ability to strike. Wow. Yeah. For game voice actors. Yes. On strike. No, they're not striking yet. Well, you bet they could. They have voted to, and a lot of people, you know, probably don't understand the nuance and. Having actually been on both sides of a union line before, I can I can say I, I feel like I, I'm offer a little bit of authority. Shoot, I've been on contingency planning for union strikes before, <laughs> but um, on, on the other side of the line. But uh, basically, when the when the union's negotiating and they're feeling like it's it's kind of a it's a pseudo posturing, but also a good move that they do, which is they're like, all right, things aren't going exactly the way we want in the negotiations. 
So we're going to have all the members vote to say that we have the power to strike if we feel that things fall apart. Sure. So it's a point where they're like, okay, we've been talking. Oh, great. Now the union's going to ask for permission to strike. All right. They gave them permission to strike. So now their hand is theoretically hovering over the red button. So when the negotiations are happening, if they if the union feels like, all right, we're not getting what we want or need out of this, they can just go, all right, we're walking out. I mean, this is this is game voice actors everywhere, or is this just big companies? What, what are we? I, I, mean, I assume the union is everywhere. I have a feeling that if you're doing, uh, you know, I actually don't know what the distinction is. I'm, I know if you're making an indie game in your basement, you can have a friend do the voice work. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. I actually don't know exactly what. At what level you have to use union maybe, talent? Maybe if you, you maybe don't. if you have a contract with them, it's considered like higher grade than just paying someone off. I have um, no idea. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm I, I'm kind of I wish I knew the answer to that question. I don't know what where the line is where you're uh, required to use voice actors, yeah. but I do know uh, that what they're currently seeking that they do not have secured yet, as they're looking for royalties for actors when the games sell more than two million. Like what? Royalties. Royalties. They want. Uh, they they want, want crown be, jewels. Knight, they want to be knighted. <laughs> they want a scepter. Uh, right. They well, want money. Doesn't? They want cash money, man. Like cash. Like a percentage. Yeah. They want. Yeah. yeah like uh, what do they call them? Points or whatever. Yeah. You know how like Seinfeld gets paid every time a uh, episode of Seinfeld gets played. You know, even though three runs, he gets those royalties. Right, but I mean, are so, we, are we talking like they're going to be getting paid? Per game that sells over two million. No, if they're if they're in a game, though, part of the contract will be the ability to get royalties. I think right now is they're not basically they go. I want royalties on the game, and unless you're probably a major Voice actor, actor. Um, or like a major screen actor, even they're probably like, no, nah, whatever. So they but just what they're they, doing no, is, right now they just get paid up front, probably, or like, they paid at the end of the job, yeah, whatever, something like that. And so. What they're saying is if it's a blockbuster, which is what they define as two million in sales or more, they want to be able to negotiate if this sells that much, I get, you know, point five percent of the whatever. I I guess I can't really argue either way. I it's fair and then some of the respects. It's the same I'd say thing it's that really the not. it's the mm-hmm. same thing that the Simpsons the all the voice actors on the Simpsons have like threatened to strike and struck over countless times where they've been saying we want residuals and we want merchandise uh we want merchandise uh profit and fox is like no go pound sand and they're like oh this is the last year for the simpsons nobody can agree and then the next year yeah we figured it out it's all good Hmm. so yeah i I think with this uh, i think what they're saying is if you make if you're making a killing off this game Every, then everyone uh, we should get yeah, a cut. we should get yeah. a cut of that if if not then we get paid what we got paid yeah 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 which uh, the fact that they're putting in that line i think is is th- that's part of saying all right it, yeah if you're gonna go if you're gonna rake it in some of it should go to the talent yeah you know now here's the thing <laughs> do the developers right. and all that exactly yes? in most cases no. no there might be some you know some of the directors and stuff like that that might have some agreements in their it, employment uh, agreements yeah. to get residuals, but in most cases, ninety five percent of the people that work on the game aren't going to. Here's anything. where I have a problem with it. In my line of work, yeah, the salespeople get paid that. Right. The company rakes in money if if they keep making money. I just get you my get check. your salary. Right. That's it. Now, in this case, the voice actors only come in for a little bit of work. 
Right. Whereas theoretically, now let's ignore the industry we're talking about. Theoretically, the developers and stuff like that are pulling in a salary, right? And they're working consistently, but the yeah. voice actors have to come and go mm-hmm. and find other job stuff like that. Now, they now can, that's that's a that's a straw man argument in a way because in that industry, actually, everybody's job is always in jeopardy. Yeah, you know, you finish a project. Look, look at Bioshock Infinite. Does gangbusters, and they completely close the studio afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's so, kind of like a last hurrah. I'm yeah. Sure. So, well, and, and, and it, it's it's I, I struggle with it because I I see both sides of the story. On one side is you chose that industry, you chose to be that. You know, that's what you wanted to do, and you knew that that's the way life is going to be. You know, right? Just like sales salespeople in in almost any you know in any in industry, it's a very flux job. Yeah. You know, if you're not selling well, you know, you're fired, and you got to go find a new job. Right. You know, it's. But on the other side, it's like, I, I see their point. But maybe do the voice actors feel like they're taking on more risk because they have absolutely no control on the rest of the product? Maybe as a developer, when you go to design meetings, stuff like that, you can actually influence everything. But the voice actors, they come in, they record their bits, and they get out. Maybe. Well, and, and a lot of them, I, I've, I've listened I'm, to I'm some, playing the devil's Yeah, and I've listened to interviews is where they record at home. You know, I've listened oh, yeah. to different. Oh, yeah. You know, it just depends. But, you know, it, I mean, I don't know. It's. It, I, I struggle with this. I think ultimately what it is is it sounds like they don't feel like they're getting, you know, I hate to say this, but their fair share, you know, they're not getting their cut, right. what they're worth. They're not getting paid what they feel they're worth. Right. And that's to me, it makes the, you wonder the, that's how much to actually me the argument. Paid. And not many people are going to have, you know, not many people are going to be tied to these 2 million plus sellers. I mean, I don't know if everybody who records a line or two is going to get this as part of an agreement. Yeah. I don't know that everybody's going to be guaranteed uh, a certain percentage of residuals. It may just be, and this I don't know, that they're negotiating for the right to negotiate for residuals or something like that, or maybe above a certain level that opens up or Or something like that. How many hours you put in. Exactly. Yeah, because definitely you're not going to do this for... Everybody who has some kind of one-liner, right? But maybe the the lead character, yeah, might be Nolan North's got to do for his and his, I was going to say me and mine, but I tried his and his, his and his him, and, yeah, his and him. He got yeah, his and him, him and his, him and his. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you for solving that for me, Howie. <laughs> I do, I do it. Nolan North, the voice of every game mm. ever. And then someone goes, no, we'll hire Peter Dinklage. And then later they go, no, we erase Peter Dinklage. We put in Nolan North. (laughs) Destiny. What happens to that now, you know? Yep, yep. He lost his residuals. What was it? Giant Bomb. Giant Bomb a couple years ago. I don't know if they still do this, but they, at their Game of the Year, the Game of the Year uh, awards, and they would try to come up with some tongue-in-cheek awards as well to go with their favorite games and favorite yada, yada, yada. And one was Best Use of Nolan North. (laughs) And the award always went to Nolan Nolan North. North, yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, also looking for hazard pay for vocally stressful roles. So like when they're having to come sure. and be like screaming and stuff like, cause sure. that's your, that dude, that's your instrument. That's your money maker. Yeah. I get that. I mean, uh, some people probably be like, what? They just want extra money cause they had to scream. And I'm like, that's their <laughs> Man, income. If you have to type all day and you get carpal tunnel, you know, you need to take care of yeah, your, you get a, well, you kind of get hazard pay. If you get carpal tunnel and you get surgery and you've got, like the health insurance lot, you probably get short term disability. Right. I actually I had carpal tunnel surgery on both hands and I got short term disability for that yeah. years ago, which I didn't even understand how it worked. I was like, I gotta leave for a couple of weeks, so I'm having surgery. Like, oh, make sure you set up your short term disability. I'm like, my what now? <laughs> oh, I get paid? Oh, I don't have cool. to use vacation? <laughs> well, you do after a certain period of time. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then also they're looking to have stunt coordinators on hand where uh mocap is required. Which, 
think about that. You're doing the voice recording while doing mocap. See, up until now, none of us we were thinking we were picturing people sitting on a stool in a booth, right? Surrounded by sound insulation or whatever. But when they're doing mocap and they're having to like jump over stuff and act stuff out, maybe they're not necessarily people who normally do that. So they don't they're not trained very well in some of it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like no one could really force you to do something you couldn't do though, right? Well, I mean, remember the, you're you don't want to lose a job, and you want to keep a good relationship to continue right. working. Well, I can definitely see a gray line there. Yeah, but and it might be specifically talking about people who do mocap, and when they're forced to do things that are outside the realm of normal movement, they want to start stunt coordinator online, and that's that's the same thing they hold Hollywood to. I I don't see any problem why that shouldn't just be the normal. Norm. Yeah. I, I mean agree. that that comes down to just basic safety at the end of the day. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at I I feel like none of the things they're asking for, at least on this top tier, are crazy. Now, who knows what kind of niddly piddly details right. are being picked yeah. at over the table? Yeah. That's a mystery to everybody who's well, not at the table. I think I think ultimately they need to get paid fairly. Yep. They need to be safe. They Howie. need to be looked at, you know. Human rights. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, I think I think anybody in any job, they, I agree you know, with you. I agree. yeah, you have to, you know, I don't want to work in some dingy, you know, workplace where I can get sick because, you know, the you scream too loud. Because I scream too loud. Yeah, yeah no. quit screaming. I've yeah. actually heard. <laughs> You've uh, heard the Howie scream? I, I was gonna say I'd heard. Uh, I've heard his coworkers complain, but no, from th- several blocks away, I've heard your screaming, and it needs yes. to stop. Yeah. So. Well, uh, <laughs> we have cockroaches. This, you know. Oh, never mind. Running, Scream away. Running across your feet while you're on the toilet. You know, that's fun. <laughs> Do you have cockroach issues in that old building? Yes. <laughs> oh, you. that's a real story? You had one? I have not. Place? I've had, there's been coworkers that's, oh. that's happened We too. get these mosquitoes that I swear are this big around, like inches, wingspan of like three to four inches I've, in our bathrooms. I've heard they're actually not mosquitoes. I, you know, they so never have know, any interest in sure, human flesh. Yeah, they so. sure look like it, but man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've always wondered Scare if they're the actually mosquitoes or not, but yeah, they're unpleasant. I'll yeah. put it that way. <laughs> yeah, unnerving at least. One of many unpleasant things that can happen in the bathrooms at work. <laughs> so anyhow, next news item on the list, Ubisoft. Who who are these guys? Ubisoft. I hear it pronounced both ways. Him, I, his. I think it is Ubisoft. I like Ubisoft. I like it. Okay, that's where I'm at. It's oobs. Yeah, it's and oobs. the uh, the old they're bait and switching the people. I read I read this. Yeah, this is kind of hilarious and yeah. awful at the same time. So essentially, they they promised that they would send this content when people pre purchased or bought this uh, collector's edition. Might and Magic Might and Magic Heroes Seven, 7. collector's edition, and then people actually started to receive them, and they're like, uh, "There's no disc wait copy." A and then the the code was in there, so they did not. They, get it's a game. not like they didn't get access to the but, game, but they ordered this. You know, it comes with a statue, and right? They, like they ordered the collector's book. edition to get the hard copies of things and mm-hmm. to get the extra collectible items. And then they didn't get those, even though it was promised before. Yeah. And I also read an account that Ubisoft was denying ever even saying they were going to send the disc. The brilliant part is the Ubisoft went and changed out the promotional graphics and everything. Which said hard copy, like DVD copy of the yeah, game. Yeah, but it was already out. And uh, and swapped all that out where that was left out for North America. Whereas in Europe, they received the DVD right, copies. Right, In America, and I, I actually, I say North America, I don't know about Canada, but in, in I know in the U.S., they got the same package. And it's funny, when you open it up, there's 
enough room for a DVD case, and that's it. Just a <laughs> hole left from the other stuff's all perfectly stacked in, and then a hole where the DVD case is supposed to go, and instead it came with the uh, digital uh, code. And for a lot of people, digital codes for 10, 20 gigabyte games, not great because they've got a low data cap. You know, there are people who are on DSL who don't live like in an urban area that have real low data caps. How you got a data cap, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And so some people aren't real happy about that stuff when it yeah. happens. Yep. And mm-hmm. so the yeah, they were complaining there people were complaining it, it actually came out on Imager, I think is where it got most people's attention. And uh and yeah, Ubisoft was like, "What? No, we never said that." No. And and the people were like, "Well, I want to return this. I paid extra money cuz I wanted a hard copy." And they're like, well, no, because you've already redeemed your code. And they're like, no, I haven't. And they're like, what well, was redeemed to your account when you ordered it? So they were like uh, pre-redeeming these and then telling people well, you can't return it because it's redeemed. I, I think now, I think they just came out and said that yes. they're they're fixing this problem by yes, thank it was you. either it was either accepting the returns or they were sending the stuff yeah. out. It's a it, thanks to social media drawing massive yeah. amounts oh, yeah. of attention it, to it this. It happened pretty quick. Yeah, within a couple of days they turned around and they said, "Okay, <clears throat> we're offering full refunds for anybody's unhappy and also if you ordered the game, we'll give you a free uh a different free Ubisoft game from this list of games." So, yeah. hopefully that makes up for it. So, uh, yeah, it, they, they wouldn't have done it. Had, it's not going to untarnish. Yep, sorry. You you already have a you they, know, little already, smudge on you they're now. They're already kind of on thin ice. They have been. Ubisoft has been, has been, you know, it's funny. While EA slowly tries to backtrack and kind of reinvent and stuff yeah. like that, it seems like Ubisoft's been at least trying to fill the gaps left by EA. Not that EA is without sin yet. Far from. And we'll talk about that coming up. Actually, that'll be the next things we talk about. So why don't we just jump right in? Why don't we just use that as a segue? Battlefront. Hey, the beta got extended through uh, today. Did you guys know that? Well, I was going to play it. Yeah. And then, no. Yeah, I couldn't. No. It got extended through today, but we tried to fire it up and no. I don't Maybe maybe extended through like, I don't know, 4 p.m. I don't know what, <laughs> maybe. when they cut or it off. Or their just crashed. Or their servers crashed. But it, when we tried to fire it up before we recorded, it was not working. Um, however, I did manage to play several several hours oh, good. of the Battlefront beta. What'd you think? I, uh, I well, first off, I played it on uh, my laptop. Okay. And then I played it on my PS4. I did not expect it to run well on my laptop. And I ran into issues with getting it to run. It probably took me about an hour to resolve the issues. Basically, you needed a certain level of uh, of graphics driver, a certain you know updated version where the driver had been updated specifically to include optimizations for this game. Well, it wanted an update for the C- for the GPU that I wasn't using because I have two on my laptop. Mm. I have the the one that's on die, and then I've got the discrete Nvidia card. And uh, I was using Nvidia card, but it was just doing like a blanket scan. And going, hey, your Intel driver needs to be updated. I'm like, no, it doesn't. We're not using it. You're like, yeah, but it's like there, so it needs to be updated. Dude. Yeah. Dude, brah. Brah, dude. Brah. brah. Dude. So I ran the Intel update utility, and it's like, yeah, install this driver. I'm like, okay. Did. Reboot. Try it. It gives me the same error. I go back to the Intel update utility. goes, yeah, install this driver. I'm like, oh, concern it. Because concern it. it wasn't. In, it, I was going through the whole process, and it would never actually install. So I went out, and, and remind, remind you. Remember, I'm, I'm doing this, and remember I remember and mind me. Remind, remind you, remind you me. to remember yourself. Remind me. I'm doing this for a video chip that I'm not using, <laughs> and so then I ended up having to go out find the driver specifically 
and download it manually and, and ran it and then ran it with no problems. Fired up the game. I got to tell you, on my uh, my laptop is newer and it's got a 950 chip in it, mm-hmm. not high end. Ran great. Wow. Ran. It was pretty. It was a uh, high frame rate. I left it on all auto settings. I didn't this touch is a EA thing. We're talking about. Right? Yep. Yep. Wow. 1080p. Ran and it looked very pretty. Ran perfectly. Completely playable in every way. No complaints whatsoever. And the netcode was solid. I didn't have any random disconnects. I didn't have trouble ever getting into a game ever, uh, ever. I never waited <clears throat> more than five seconds to get into a game uh, until today. And well, until today, when, <laughs> well, like I said, maybe the cutoff yeah. was partway through today. I I expected it to go into the evening, but it did not. Um, so yeah. So that, let's. I mean, talk to me about the game. The game. The well, gameplay. We had several game modes available. Uh, there were three. There was a sort of single-player co-op survival mode. Think of it like horde mode uh, in Gears of War speak, where it's you versus waves of enemies. And then there was uh, a drop zone, which is sort of king of the hill. Escape pods drop out of the sky, and you have the Empire versus the Rebellion, and you're going and fighting to take over that escape pod. Sure. And once you've sealed it and captured it, it pops out some random power-ups that you can use in the fight. Okay. I sound like that. <clears throat> the best part is people would fight so hard to capture these things, and as soon as it captured, they'd run away. There's like a 10 to 15 second delay, and the door pops open, and those things pop out, and people have all just run off. <laughs> so so I'm, they, like, I'm on the losing. They don't losing, get to reap the rewards. No, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm on the losing team. They all go run to capture the next one. I'm like, well, shoot, I'll go over and pick them up. <laughs> I go pick up like a massive fire bomb, <laughs> and then just walk over and bloop on top of the next one and just nuke everybody all huh. the heck. But um, and then there was a the I don't remember what it's called, but the Hoth battle basically from Empire Strikes Back. I've seen a lot of screenshots of that. Yeah, the Hoth battle is definitely the one that was getting the most attention because it's the most grandiose and large scale. It's the only one that had uh, vehicles and stuff in it. However, you did in the uh, the Tatooine uh, the wave the single player and co op thing. You did have like ATSTs fighting you in oh. that, but you were on foot. So uh, it. I liked it a lot. Okay. I liked it. They had the level capped at five, and there were only four weapons I think you could unlock. Two of them are the base ones, and then there were two that you could unlock above that. Um, a handful of power-ups that you can use periodically. Basically, you have you have unlocks that you can assign to your hand. It's They're cards. You have cards that you unlock with credits that you earn via playing the game. Yeah. And then you purchase the cards, and you can equip three cards there's like three different types and you equip one in each and i like the first thing i unlocked was like a thermal detonator a grenade and then uh there's like a an ion blast so you can set your gun to do an ion blast which is better against shields and weapon and uh vehicles and stuff like that yeah star wars stuff well well versed don't expect you to be and then um and then yeah like the third one was like a sniper rifle which I, I played the early battle right battlefront well this two? is set up this is set up very differently yeah but I, I mean yeah. because I mean unlocks and progression didn't weren't really a thing no, back no. then and then the third one I, I think the first thing I got from my third slot was a sniper rifle which you can pull out aim take one shot and then it goes into cooldown so all of these have cooldown modes whereas you can just shoot your gun to your heart's content as long as you don't overheat it so. so this game comes out in, in November, right? Yeah. Um, is this something you're going to buy? Yep. $60? Yep. On PS4? You know, it's really hard. Yeah, probably. Even though most of my friends will be playing on PC, I loved just sitting down on my tuk- my tuchus on this couch and playing it on the big screen, you know? Yeah. 
that's that's I, this kind of game. That's the way it is for me. Plus, I didn't feel like I was getting much of a boost from having a mouse and keyboard because, first off, I had to learn to quit stopping popping. Because every game you stop and pop, you go into zoom mode to get better accuracy. That's not a thing in Battlefront. In fact, it even I learned that from a load screen tag, which said zooming can help you zoom in, but it does not increase your accuracy. And then I learned to stop doing that because I would slow walk and make myself an easy target. Yeah. So I quit doing that entirely, but I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of the PC accuracy that I could not get from the the Twitch controls on the console. Plus, the default controls for the ships when you're uh, in the Hoth battle were dog vomit <laughs> on a mouse and keyboard. Like this, to turn, you had to pick up the mouse about 10 to 20 times and just keep picking it up and moving it and picking it up and moving it. It was terrible. Awful. It was terrible. On the console, you just turn the stick and you go. Yeah. You know, and so I mean, obviously on the PC, you could play with a controller and probably solve that problem that easily. I don't usually do that. If I'm going to hold a controller, I kind of want to be... You know, in yeah, my console on, on gaming mentality yeah. on the big screen. So it's uh it but it it ran I again I can't believe how well it ran on my laptop. Mm-hmm. And on the PS4 it was perfect. It was definitely I don't know that it was at sixty frames, but it was definitely more than thirty frames. De- it Interesting. Was definitely. So it is I was blown away. I expect this is an EA beta. It I know we're like, close to launch, but I totally expected like it to be a total good. turd. I mean they didn't they didn't open up a ton of the game. And so no, people were coming. Well, it's kind of repetitive. I'm. I know that there are maps that's that the are grayed out. Beta. Yeah, I know there are maps grayed out. I hope there's more than just that available. Well, I I just read that on release there's going to be nine multiplayer modes. Okay, I nine think. modes. I believe so. Okay. And you said there was three. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was the tutorial was locked out. Um, lots of stuff was locked out. Right. And you couldn't unlock any like visual customizations for your character. You could only unlock those like those handful of cards and those uh, those first couple guns, but I gotta tell you, you unlock the jetpack. People were going nuts with this rapid fire pistol and a jetpack, and they just burst in and jump down behind three of you and just brrr, just mow you down. Hmm. So there was definitely people who had played more and unlocked more definitely had a slight advantage. In some cases, they had a nasty advantage. Now on PC, there's no matchmaking that I could tell. Enabled, and that just could be because everybody was in the same five levels, you know. Yeah. But often on the PC, it would be five to zero in the drop zone maps. Maybe like it would one team would win and take every single, every single uh, uh, escape pod. Yeah. And there would be no. It would be just a landslide. When I played on my PS4, there was some crazy tug of war going on. And in fact, a lot of the games just ran out of time because we'd be like going back and forth trying to take over the same escape pod for so long, which that's fun when it's really crazy like that. Even if you're on the winning side of the landslide, it's not usually that fun. No. And and yeah, on on PC, there was all all but maybe one round that I played were just total landslide defeats. Now, on the Hoth battle, I didn't play as much of that because I kept getting, I never got put on the Imperial side. I got put on the rebel the rebel side, and rebels ain't supposed to win that battle. So, <laughs> so your inner nerd was like, no. Well, no, no. It's just that the Imperials are drastically overpowered. Oh, on purpose. Yeah. Uh, now, a friend of the show, Garrick, who's been on the show, said that he was played and they won as the rebels once, and he said it was glorious. But at a certain point, when you're the rebels, the Imperials push you back all the way into the you know into the base, Echo Base. 
you it's a slaughter. Like there's ATSTs just wandering around outside of the hangar, just blasting into the darkness. You're in there. You can't see because the sunlight has blanked everything out. It's just white. You just are spawning, running forward, and dying. That it's horrible. Just wow. I mean, as far as gameplay goes, it got really bad. But by the same token, when you're running around out in the snow trenches and you come across an A wing. And you pop into an A-Wing, man, that feels good. You're, you're the hero. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. like, you pop up there, and I'm just like, I'm strafing everybody. I'm taking out TIE fighters left and right. That was a lot of fun. I, have you watched any videos about the um, game? A little bit. There's one video that's my favorite, and I'm gonna, I'm just briefly going to describe it. This guy actually picked up, uh, he got the power up to become Darth Vader. To take over because you you there's heroes in the game. You if you find the power up, you can take on that hero. Yeah. And so he's like, Oh, Darth Vader. And he's all like, he's all cursed, and he's like, Oh, gonna get some, gonna get some. And he like, you know, it shows Darth Vader like guy getting up from a kneel, and he's like, We'll show them the true power of the dark side. And he starts to walk forward. He takes one step, and a T-47 snowspeeder comes down and just nips his helmet, just scratches his helmet as it's flying past, and he immediately dies. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, you know, and he doesn't even realize it at first. And like it says, like you were killed by this person, blah blah. And he's like, "What? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like, he's so mad because you. Ne- it's so rare that you get to do this. Yeah. And the guy never even got a chance. And that's actually a way. You know, Darth Vader is very overpowered. Luke Skywalker is pretty overpowered. It takes a lot of people to take them down. Yeah. In the game. And a lot of, you know, well, grenades, that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Right. Hero. That's exactly. But a ship crashes on them. They're done. And this T-47, I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, just barely nipped his helmet. <laughs> it was hysterical. So, uh, go look for battlefront fail. Uh, or maybe, maybe that one's called thanks EA. I can't remember, but yeah, hit the YouTubes and look for that. It's definitely worth the watch. So I, I'll just say, I mean, overall I'm stunned. At how well it worked. You're going to buy a brand new title, too. For the first time in a long time. The problem is it's coming out around the same time as Fallout 4. I know. That is unfortunate. How the heck am I going to play Battlefront when I'm playing Fallout 4? You need some vacation time, man. How on? I'm taking my vacation time. (laughs) It's all used up. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I really don't. Maybe I won't buy it right away. I don't know. But it's also not a game that I want to come late to the party and everybody's already leveled everything up and the matchmaking's dog crap. Yeah, I I have the... uh uh, the the decision to make: Do I buy a brand new video card? Yes, because Howie had a completely different experience. Yeah, I, I had the same the same. You need to update your driver, your Nvidia driver. <clears throat> excuse me, but um, mine I could not update to the version it wanted me to. Not available. So I had no option. It didn't even give me an option to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and His I, card is yeah. probably strong enough. Yeah, but. It's not supported it's, driver-wise. It's, it's an older card. It's seven years old. We, we finally did the math yeah. and figured that out. Uh, and uh, basic it's, arithmetic. It's, uh, <laughs> it's an NVIDIA 285, so yeah. it was a higher-end card when I got it. Uh, but they don't... NVIDIA didn't put out that driver, that version of driver, for anything past the 400 series. Right. Uh, which I understand, you know, that they're not going to continually support. But it's entirely you know. possible that your 285 might technically be a little more robust than my 950. Yeah. Potentially, potentially, or or maybe in the ball, maybe comparable, but yeah, no driver support, no play. That's the way yeah. it is now. Hmm. Is it? There's a certain like the games are coming out, and they're saying if you don't have this driver, you don't play the game, and that's a way of cutting off performance. So you can't have people complaining about performance on yeah. older cards. 
Yeah, you know, and I totally you bad get it. Press and stuff like but that. But I'm like, it's kind of like one of those, you know, am I going to buy a PS4 to play a game? Am I going to buy a video hey, card hey, to hey, play a game? I think you might. Rocket League. I'm just saying. I have Rocket League for the PC. How, how much have you played it? I haven't got None. my. Uh, I haven't got my. Steam oh, you're controller waiting for the Steam yet. controller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't want to taint the Rocket League with <laughs> a mouse and keyboard. That's good. That's good. No one wants to taint the Rocket League. Don't taint the Rocket, Howie. Yeah. Um. So, gentlemen, that's all the news we've got lined up. Except I don't believe you. We have a list for the rundown. Before we start, I do want to say something about Rocket League. Yeah. Because next week is Back to the Future Day. Oh, yeah. The exact date that they yes. came back to the future. Yes. And in honor of that, Rocket League is putting out a DeLorean uh, oh, rocket car. Okay, no. well, okay, okay, okay. I will definitely play. For Frizzy? For Frizzies? Or uh, I, pay I, for don't, I don't know if it I'll was I'll probably pay. pay for it. I'm a terrible uh, that's, person. That's something I, you I, can pay for and be I okay with it. I don't think it's just temporary. I think it's probably permanent. But yeah, I yeah. did. I did read that well, they're, in honor of the week, they're... They're putting them out all week. Oh man, which which is cool. Yeah, you'll see everybody driving around DeLoreans. Yes, I would very much like to have that DeLorean. Yeah, R- remind me as soon as I get home from my jaunt. Uh, to well, you'll do probably that. have to wait until next week anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the actual date, but yeah. Oh man, I love Rocket League, and I love them even more for that. <laughs> I like you know, it's been annoying how many people have photoshopped like whatever day it was onto the Back to the Future yeah. time travel yeah. console. And been like today's the day we're marking we fly one in the future, like all the way back to like 2011. And then all my, you know, all your idiot friends are reposting it, like, dude, oh man, the future's now. And you're like, no, it's not, idiot, go home. Yeah. Now it's gonna happen. Well, you know, it's funny is the plot point of that game is the Cubs winning. Yes. Which has not happened in forever here, but there's no, is they such, don't even go to the playoffs. There is such a weird ambiance going on with how good they are right now. I hate the Cubs. I'm a Southie. I'm a Southsider. Not a, like a Boston Southie. Good God, they're worse. Uh, but but I'm I'm Chicago Southside. The Sox aren't my favorite team, but I'm Sox over Cubs any day. I, part of me almost, almost wants the Cubs could, to win. Could it possibly happen that the year from this movie that was in like, what, 80? Five that was made. The sequels were made in the later eighties. Later eighties. Uh, the first one came out eighty five. So I'd say probably they probably started shooting the sequels eighty seven because I know but Michael J. Fox was overseas. Yeah. When the first one came the, out, and they went, "Oh crap, this is doing really well." That that Cubs <laughs> dry spell. Yeah. Only to be met the one year that this movie predicted. Yeah. That and would be. If that incredible. happens, then we all have to worship Bob Zemeckis for his godlike powers. Yeah. yeah. So apparently. I mean, that would be insane, though. Like, a movie about going to the future yeah. happens to have this event and makes, that happens. No, no, it doesn't just happen. The guy talks about what the odds were of it happening. Right. Time. We go, I right. wish I could go back and put some money on the Cubbies. You right. know, they make a point of saying yeah. the Cubs. Like, Marty looks at it and he goes, the Cubs? Really? <laughs> like, yeah. They're terrible. And back when that movie came out, they were terrible. Like, and they, terrible, terrible. They still, I mean, they, they still, have such well, terrible They luck. have epic fails right. every year. And this year they're they're still as of this recording, they're still in the running. Well, and they've also had some. Isn't uh, the Yankees out? Uh, I think I remember reading that. And also, I don't know we're getting so far into sports. I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, and for the first time ever, the Cubs are playing the Pirates postseason, which has never they, happened. They, they already did. They did. They, they knocked they the Pirates them. out yeah. the right. wild card. But that that hasn't happened in 
It ever. was either ever or ever. a long time. Yeah. yeah they're so in the, they're all in the same these division. Weird, yeah. All these weird signs of like, is this the year? <laughs> Marty McFly? Well, it, the, best thing, the best thing is if, if they win, it is the year. And if they lose, it's hilarious to me that they well, managed to bomb out. If they, I get, apparently, I only know this because, you know, someone was talking to me about recently who yeah. was a big, huge Cubs fan. But a, a year or two ago, they changed the rules that now, um, this wild card thing is is different, or they've added it. Yeah, the the top three teams in the National League are in the same division, mm-hmm. and previously, just the the top team would go to yeah. the playoffs, which would be the Cardinals, right? Uh, but since the top three teams, the uh, the Pirates and the Cubs got to play for the wild card spot, and so it's just crazy, you know, how they're even in this it's position. Like everything is aligning. Mm-hmm. Any, anyway, if they did win, I would wonder who, how much money someone paid somebody to make this happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it it does seem rather incredible. And then they so. should make a video game out of it. We could play it. So if you're sure. like us and you predominantly hide in a basement as far away from the sun all day, you might want to come out to appreciate the uh, that possibility. Even though, even though we wear sunglasses down in the basement, we do. Well, that's the only time he wears them is in the basement because well, he goes out in the sun. No, I don't have true. a headache from the fluorescent lights. Yeah. So. I, I, have, I think I'm winning right now. We're in the dark technically this week. I left one of them unplugged and I'm too lazy to get up and plug it back in midstream. Oh, wow. So that's just the way it is. So, okay, it's time for the rundown. We've got not quite, not nearly as many as we had last time. So everybody gets one interjection. If you're new to the podcast, the rundown is where we rapid fire read off some news items. And if we want to talk about them, each one of us can interject one time. Uh, and uh, once you've used your interjection, it is gone. If you don't use your interjection, it is lost. Are you gentlemen ready to begin? Let's do it. Yep. All right. First off, Microsoft won't let Xbox One users have access to Cortana until 2016. That is, as long as you don't go to the settings menu, go to the top and mash A a bunch of times. No, seriously. Overwatch is Blizzard's first all-new game in years. See it Thursday. All right. The Witcher 3's expansion's physical release delayed a day before launch. Day. It will cost 110 bucks to play all of Star Wars Battlefront. I'm interjecting. Chris, you put that on here. I did. Okay. And you want to know the main reason I did it? Because you knew I was enjoying it? Uh, I knew you were going to buy it. <laughs> and all the grief you always give me about Diablo and paying for both of those full games yep. is still less than this uh, number that they've put out. But that's if you buy everything. Well, Right? Yeah. Right? But it, it's it's a it's a bundle. So you buy the game for 60, you buy the season pass for 50. Right. And then the season pass comes with uh the post-launch content, which I believe they committed to four DLC updates, yeah, maybe four, five. four downloadable content packs and an emote uh in game that says shoot first, which is apparently kind of a hit. Or they, they, they project it to be a hit. It's going to be oh, popular among pack? collectors. Well, the the shooters, when you get content packs for shooters, that kind of means everything. Because it's new maps. You know, It's yeah. not just like a new story mode or whatever. It's literally, the, if you're still playing the game, you get to play more of the game. You know, Whereas with other games, story-driven games, a lot of times it's like, do you want to come back and play this game? And that's different. With the shooters, it's like, okay, you're still playing it for, for a lot of people. You're still playing, so here's some more. And those people will instantly buy 
you so, know. So let's let's break this down into causes more people to then have to buy. If they are withholding content as far as maps and game modes and let's just say levels and upgradable weapons, uh, all this is hidden potentially behind a paywall. And you're gonna buy the game for sixty dollars. So are you gonna drop fifty dollars for all this extra stuff? Well or are you gonna play we, it? As we you didn't see it? we haven't even said it all yet. You also get those content packs, each one two weeks before everybody else gets it. Right. But does that mean you can only play with people, other, people other people who, who have yeah, them? Yeah. Other people who who bought the season pass. Okay. Right. Um I I'd hate to be one of the people who didn't. That's what sucks about it. If I were hundred and ten dollars, if I were actively game. playing the game, I would hate to be one of the people who is like two weeks behind every time new content comes out, or doesn't have access to what now everybody else is playing. That's the worst when it comes to these action games and their DLC packs. What if what if this was phrased differently, where it was just a brand new game coming out for hundred and ten bucks? Yeah, where, no. where where you just looked at it and said, I mean, you might do the research and say, oh, they got this many multiplayer maps. But if you didn't know, like each content was ten dollars, fifteen dollars, like they've they've uh, mapped it out here. If you just look at, it, they said Battlefront's coming out one hundred and ten dollars. Would you buy that, knowing that you did play the beta? Well, I don't know. It really what it comes down to is what all is going to be included at launch. Yeah, because and honestly, that's gonna. I'm. It's not. Uh, I would say it's far from 100 percent certain that I'm going to pay full price for the game right now. I would. I say that I would because I had more fun than I expected to have playing it, um, and it ran better than I expected it to expected it to run. But if they if they come out and they say, oh yeah, there's only going to be three planets and a handful of game modes or whatever in the actual release, and we're releasing five other planets after the fact, then I go, whoa, whoa, whoa! More than half your content is in DLC, that pisses me off. Yeah. That's a real quick way to turn me off. If the DLC packs are just going to be, you know, a few things here and there. I mean, they're saying that usually DLC packs for uh, Battlefield were 15 bucks a piece, so the $50 season pass saves you 10 bucks off buying them individually at that price point. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I, I really don't know. It is too much money, period, and I still hate DLC in general. But there are obviously certain things where I'm enough of a fan to make some exceptions, but it is rare. I barely bought, I think I bought half of Skyrim's DLC, and even then, yeah. all well after they came out. What, what kind of bugs me is they've already got this kind of planned out. Yeah. So, I mean, at somewhere down the road, someone had to make the decision where, okay, guys, cut it off here. That's the full game. Everything after this is DLC. Right. So... Did they have this whole completed game and then chop it up, or did that's, they? Did, that's did, the DLC philosophical question for the ages, though. It is. You know where where is the semantic difference and where's the line fall? But what I'll tell you is this: Tell me the game, if it came out and didn't run, screw them. Oh yeah. But the fact that it was running so well makes me think maybe, just maybe, whoever planned this out planned it out right. Yeah. In the sense that they're bringing out the game. And they're saying, and they're saying, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna charge this money down the road, but at least the thing that we're delivering is a finished product. Hundred and ten dollars. Only if you, uh, only if you're gonna keep playing it for that long. But you would, wouldn't you? Ah, whoa, careful. You. What do really? I play? What do I play for that long anymore? Star Action okay. game wise, especially of of all the things that you enjoy in life. Yeah. 
Star Wars is one of them. Right. And if it was and a, a good Star Wars shooter. And if it was a Bethesda Star Wars RPG. <laughs> then, <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. Then maybe we would be uh, talking about me like going, oh, I'm all in. I'm all in. But the fact that I'm going to have to rely on others. I mean, there were several times when I was playing this uh, beta where I wanted to throw my controller because yeah. I was just getting completely rolled on by somebody who'd figured out an I win strategy, had stuff I couldn't get and I couldn't replicate, you know? Yeah. And that thing about online shooters, and you know what? If you want to hear me more rant about the current state of internet online gaming when it comes to shooters, tune into the next episode because I played several over the last <laughs> week. And uh, and maybe I'm getting old and I want everybody to get off my lawn, but I don't trust the player base enough to really say that I would commit to a shooter for that long these days. You know, unless I had like a group of friends and we all partied up all the time. That's different. That changes everything. But if it's just me coming down by myself, turning on the PS4 and going out for, you know, hopping into a random online game, you really never know what you're in for. Yeah. So it's hard to want to get on board for that much. I'll I'll, I'll admit that. It, that's a lot of money to want to say, yeah, I'll, I'll expose myself to horrible, horrible, hateful people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay extra for that. All right. Moving right along. Unity Engine works with everything except browsers like, you know, Chrome and Firefox, which are dropping support for a required plugin. But Unity is currently working to keep everybody and everything up and running. Microsoft is about to kick off a developer recruitment tour for HoloLens, which costs 3K for a test unit. I'll, I'll interject here. Okay. Only to say, <clears throat> the Microsoft historically has not been good at recruiting developers. Mm -hmm. And for a developer to drop 3K means you've excluded a lot of developers. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of only at that point appealing to the largest and most official and you're not you're leaving out the experimental ones who yeah. really stand a chance to make a big difference and, those, and make some breakthroughs those are the ones you need yep and uh so they're already putting their worst foot forward yep to making this something that is going to be exciting and usable so their microsoft is being microsoft i mean if you look at yeah. the old like back in the days of like the 360 dev kits and stuff like that which were like tw i don't know like 14k or something like that at least this is better than that but it's also not something that's going to have the built-in wide appeal that well, that had it's it's ridiculous to to do this at all i mean now we're in the more of an industry that you get the dev kits for free right and if you want to release something that's when you know that's when money starts exchanging hands. Right. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess for the HoloLens, I mean, of course, Microsoft's this big enough company that they could give they give these away and be fine. But, you know, I can understand maybe they're wanting to charge something for those, but or at least, you know, you're renting them and you have to turn them back in. But or maybe they're charging that much to keep the level at a certain you know, tier. They might only want that. Yeah. Which but that's, I seems think like a bad a idea. Yeah, seems like a misstep, but it also seems like a classic old world technocrat thought, yeah. you know, like, whoa, we don't want to let the scrubs in. Let's yeah. talk to the big dogs first and iron yeah. things out. We're only going to chart. We, the lowest beer price we have is $7. Right. Cause we don't want the scrubs. We don't want the riffraff coming yeah. into our bar. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's old world mentality. That's not yeah. the way things are done anymore. But I mean, or literally maybe that's just like, Hey, right now that's what it costs to make one. You pay us. And when they're not thinking anymore about it, who knows mm. really? Yeah. So. All right. Moving right along. PS4 remote goes on sale sometime this month. Will cost thirty bucks. Communicate via Bluetooth and hopefully have batteries last longer than the four hours you get from a DualShock Four. 
The PS4 price drop happened 50 bucks lower than it used to be. It costs now $349.99 with the game. I'll jump on that. Oh, Chris is interjecting. We're all shooting our wads early. Yeah. Well, we, we actually talked about how that price drop happened in Japan. It was Japan or Europe? I Japan. don't know which one. Japan. Japan. And we were, they were speculating that it would happen in U.S. Right. Um, it didn't take too long. No, it really didn't. What's the reasoning behind that? I mean, their sales are great. Yep. Are they just anticipating more sales oh, for holiday? They're screwing it in to Microsoft now. They're- That's kind of, it, it's, it's, they're not wanting to rest on their laurels. Yeah. Really, because they know they have a far from perfect product. Oh, yeah. And, and and they know that if if you let up a little bit and feel like you're comfortable, then you're going to you're going to get wiped on. Right. You know, well, I, who I, wants to get wiped on? I think it's a really big move, especially around holidays when this is when most consoles are sold. Right. As opposed to the entire year combined. Right. So, I mean, dropping 50 bucks, they're probably going to make all that back in quantity. Mm-hmm. So, sure. sure. So they're just saying, you know, we're already selling a lot more millions of consoles more than Microsoft is. Yeah. Here's an extra incentive to get one for the yeah, To me, it's good business. It is. It is. Continually pursuing. Never resting on your laurels is what made the PS3 not as successful as the PS2 mm-hmm. and the Xbox One yeah. not as successful as the 360. Yep. Now, you could argue that Microsoft also just tried to make gamers feel like they didn't belong on their gaming platform by focusing on media and blocking everything the gamers wanted, but they've been backtracking so hard and still fighting against that you know that, yeah. that that emotional response yeah. that Sony they can't go back. You can't be like, oh yeah, we're the big player, we're the Nintendo now. No, you're yeah, not. Look right. at Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Too know? bad. Too bad they can't uh, release an Xbox Two like they did with <laughs> Vista to the Windows Seven. You yeah, know? yeah. Or you know what? Just skip that and go to Xbox Ten. Yeah, let's yeah. go to Xbox yeah, Ten. Just Xbox Ten. That's fine. All right. Where the heck are we in here? Uh, Microsoft Phil Spencer says Xbox needs to focus on regaining gamers' trust more than on the competition. Oculus founder Palmer Lucky says the Rift will cost, quote, more than 350 bucks, end quote. Samsung Gear VR is coming out in November for an easy 99 bucks, but requires a 2015 Samsung phone to work. Star Citizen, provided it ever gets done, will feature such headlining actors as Gary Oldman, Mark Hamill, Mark Strong, John Rhys-Davies, Andy Serkis, Gillian Anderson, and more. A new Steam user group called Scam Report has formed to help keep gamers apprised of abandoned early access titles, abrasive developers, and games that lack the features they boast. We're all this, out of we're all out of interjections, is- but because this is the last item on the list. I feel like we're we can we can talk about it, anyway. I, and I'm fine with that. I have to say that this is probably one of the more meteor lists that we've had. Yes, some really great talking points. I know and it kind of pisses me off that, that we. we <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We usually have so many throwaway items on the rundown. Where it's like, ah, oh, someone will probably find this interesting, but uh, this time, and you'll they're longer too. You'll see, I typed yeah, out more yeah. because it's kind of like some of this stuff deserves a little consideration. That scam report thing. Uh, that it's the users of, are putting together. Kind of a, a, a neat little, it's awesome, interesting thing. And, and they're you the way they're using it. I can't remember the details, but they're they're somehow submitting whatever reviews or some in some way to actually get them more visible on the uh, game reviews. Like they're doing something that actually takes advantage of the Steam system to get out in front of users and warn them. And it sounds really cool. It should make Valve take a step back and go, oh, if our users are doing that for us, they're obviously filling a need that we're not yeah. filling. 
I yeah. feel like they will step in and at least support the group, if not that, take on their own. And version. that's what that's what a good company needs to do. Because right. not every, co- I mean, every company is going to have places where they have holes that they need to fill. Yeah, and so you just need to have your eyes and ears open and see what your users are needing. It's great when you have the uh, the, the freedom for your users to be able to take on some level of responsibility like this. It's even yeah. better when you then learn from it. Yeah. And, you right. know, and, and, and get them involved even more so, or, or, you know, give them a, a, an even more visible platform or something yeah, like that. That's, it's just really, you think about it, it's just really neat that they were able to, the users were able to come up with something within the system. Yeah, within the confines. Yeah, that, existed, that yeah. allow this to be a thing that's useful, and it's pretty awesome. Abandonware is becoming a bigger and bigger problem, so it is definitely yeah. a need that needs to be filled you know what else needs to be filled our users need to be following us on twitter at press yep. play to save where we can keep you apprised of all the latest up to the minute news and deals especially by the time you listen to this a lot of stuff is over with you'll be like oh i'm trying to catch up i didn't know that was on sale at that point well hey follow us on twitter and maybe you will my friend also uh go to facebook.com slash better guy and like and share us on there where you'll also get up to the minute news especially when we're sitting down and we're streaming live on twitch I'm waving at the camera, which I have failed to acknowledge until this point uh, at twitch.tv slash betterkind. Uh, and of course, you want to subscribe on there as well. And then when we start, you'll get a message on Facebook saying, hey, we're doing that. Same thing on Twitter. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll find out when we're live streaming and you can watch the show live. Yep. So make sure you do that. Go out to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts and give us a nice review. We're always uh, looking to reach ears, uh, eyes and ears of new listeners and viewers. So please do that for us as well. Woo, gentlemen. Woo. That was uh Woo. that was some serious news. I didn't expect to have that media of a news week this week, but it was uh, it was chunky. It was. Yeah. It seemed yeah. like the topics were pretty uh pretty deep too. Yeah. Mm. And of course, if you tune in next week, we're going to be talking about what games we've been playing and uh and also uh talk about free game of the week and of course reviewing our latest round of bundle roulette punishments. Da, 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 da. That's right. Bundle roulette, which if you're new, it's the uh, when we draw a game randomly from a bundle and then we have to play and review it no matter how painful <laughs> or not it may be. So make sure you tune in next time for that. In the meantime, I'm Corey. That's Chris Durrell. 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 Is that uh, your Kryptonian name? Chris of House Durrell. House Durrell. There you go. And of course, Howie. Yo. And we are out. Out.